Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, I've got with me a musician, plays in a couple bands, including his uh, his um, self-titled band uh, that just dropped a new record. It's called Until the Rainbows. Um, he's also a spoken word uh, artist. Um, he's got a collection of uh, his poetry and and uh, words. Um, called Ruins, Ruminations, and Rituals. And, uh, he plays in the band uh, Mythic Mystics as well. Uh, the psychedelic funk band that you can find at the Jazz Estate often. Um, so uh, he does a lot of cool stuff uh, creatively and I'm excited to talk to him about his artistry. Drink a little Moon Man and see why he does what he does. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So Brian, Cherry, welcome to the show. Ah, muchas gracias. You're very welcome. <laughs> De nada. Didn't even have to say the Spanish for thank you. That's good. Oh yeah, I took it in high school. Oh, I, re good. I retained like the, uh, the essential, like, uh, you know, the greetings are down. Sure. Couple words of retain, but I can't beyond that. It's not much good. Well, I always say I took like five years of Spanish. Oh, yeah. I can I can do the hola como esta. So that's right. about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pretty much just enough to acknowledge somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, man. Well, cheers to a podcast. Cheers. It's been a long time coming. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah, man. I uh, I haven't had my man in a long time. I am just such a like. Ham drinker these okay. days okay. Yep. <laughs> that I don't I don't drink the crafts yeah. nearly as much as I wish. It gives I me a good idea of where your head is at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> up front, you know? yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, I um, yeah. No, I. It's mostly just to remain economical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But thank you for bringing these. Yeah. I appreciate it. So what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear through our passionate and creative minds. Um, so, um, before we get into everything, uh, how's your day going so far, man? Oh, it's pretty good. It's nice and sunny outside right now. It's cold, but it's sunny, so that's a, a good start. Yeah. And just kind of relaxing morning with the yeah. kids, and so it's been good. There you go. Yeah. Fantastic, man. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I uh, went to the Radio Milwaukee Awards oh, last yeah. night. I was out later than I usually am. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a really cool uh, experience. I mean, all the backline artists performed, cool. um, and then uh, there was an after party at uh, the Cooperage. Yeah, and uh, I was out till bar closed. Were man. you? Yeah, dude. That's special. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I yeah. I mean, feeling like, pretty special right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that's why you drink more. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not like. Um, it's more just like. I I didn't even drink like that much last sure. night. It's more just you know I my body just isn't used to uh, remaining up and active for that long. <laughs> but uh, but hey, I got up today and that's what matters. Yep. Well, man, um, yeah. So we we first met. Um, we'd been connected on social media for a while, mm -hmm. as I am, and many of the people that I <laughs> end up meeting in person at some point. But. Uh, we met first. We first met in person, I believe it was at the uh, Locust Street Fest, yes. right over here. Yes, right down the block. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I came up to you awkwardly and I said, I think we're friends on Facebook. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's funny, I recognize a lot of people more so from Facebook mm-hmm. and I'll be like, I know that person from somewhere and it's like, it turns out to be Facebook. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's how I, uh, that's, that's kind of how I'm like, um, how I've set up a lot of episodes, how hmm. I know what I'm doing over the weekend. Sure. Hey, it's a useful tool. It is. It's the reason I managed to do this in the way I have. Well, you know, it's just that. It's just a tool, you know. It can be used for good or bad. <laughs> I sure can be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I uh, like to think I've learned how to use it the right ways. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I know that you performed uh, um, also at the Summer Solstice Festival. I think yeah. I ran into you. Uh, that was with my third band, Ghost Mirror. Ghost Mirror. I yeah. forgot to mention Ghost Mirror, yes. Um, yeah, you play, you have a lot of projects. <laughs> How do you decide which one to like uh, play when, pretty much? Well, it's funny. It kind of like they all go in waves, like everything else in life. It's like you know, sometimes Brian Cherry is is up here, sometimes Ghost Mirror is here, and uh, Mythic Mythics is just kind of the most fun project yeah. to do. So Psychedelic to funk, baby. Going, you know, it's like yeah, if you can't get down with like. Parliament Funkadelic type stuff. It's, oh, yeah. I don't know what to say to you. Right. <laughs> you gotta get down. Yeah. I mean, dude, totally. Like, I, um, there was actually, I went to, uh, mm, it was a funk night at Company Brewing oh, yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had, um, my buddies played that thing. Which one? Um, they play in Axe Handle Oh, yeah. Shout out to Axe Handle Hound. Um, also Modern Joey yeah. and Funk Summit Bass Team. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most fun shows I've been to all year. Yeah. Uh, such great, positive, fun energy. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was dancing, everyone was feeling themselves. Like it was just, it was vibrant in the room. That's yeah. what funk music does to you. Yeah, it just kind of takes over. And I think you know, the the main thing for me is I want to just kind of be as much myself as possible. You mm-hmm. know, like. And funk music kind of allows you to do that because it's silly in some ways, yeah. and it's like, you know, oh, this is what it was like hanging out when we were kids, just being silly and right. having fun, you know. But it can also demonstrate superb musicianship oh, as well, sure. which is why it's also like, yeah, like it's fun and silly, but it's also very, like, it can be very intricate. Yep. You know, there's a ton of you know, oh, yeah. layering, and, uh, and yeah, like, it's, it's just, you know, the grooves, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it's... Impossible not to to nod your head or move your body in some way. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> most definitely, man. So I guess to start, uh, like um, in terms of talking about all the projects you're on, I'd love to hear a little bit about your own background. Uh, sure. Like when you started playing music and using words as a creative outlet for yourself. Well, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a small town on the Great Lakes. Um, perhaps mm. you've heard of it. I believe I have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we might have driven through it before. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's a great place. But so I grew up on the north side, um, central city, inner city, whatever you want to call it. Um, shout out to 16th and Atkinson. That's well. Shout out that corner. Yep. So uh, it's, it's weird because like everybody kind of knew me as like just a musician guy. But I started writing words from a very young age. Uh, my mother's a writer, a great writer. Um, Shout out to mom. Yes, mom. Thank you. Uh, she had us like 
playing rhyming games when we were yeah. very small, doing all kinds of, you know, write down yeah. ideas that you have. I used to play like a lot of Scrabble. Yeah. And a lot of yep. Boggle. Yep. Like the, the word games. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yep. for sure. And so like, I had constantly been writing poetry throughout my life. And, uh, you know, the music thing came later in life. I didn't start playing music until college. Um, my roommate played guitar and he played Blackbird by the Beatles and I was like, whoa, you gotta show me how to do that. Like right now, yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but I need to know how to do that. And totally. I was kind of off to the races with that. Hell yeah. And then the poetry thing recently, uh, Sam Pekarski, shout out to Sam Shout Pekarski. out to Sam. Yep. Uh, she came to a Ghost Mirror gig and she was like, do you write poetry too? And I was like, how do you know that? I do. And she invited me to perform at this series that she was curating and it was like December when she asked me, and she said, it's in March, and I was like, oh, yeah, put me down. March is never coming, so whatever. And they came, and I did it, and been hooked ever since. Oh, yeah. And this is this was just released. Yep. This was uh, at, what was it, at the uh, Woodland, Woodland Pattern, Pattern right yep. down the street? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, we will definitely talk about that as well, because I'm excited to, you know, uh, see uh talk about the rollout for this thing and everything this is a funeral journey this is the first chapbook that came out in february of oh this word year. okay great um awesome yeah so that came out in february then this came out in june and the last one just came out so. sure it's a big bit it's been a big year for you it's been a good year when did your so when did your like brian cherry like band, like the band that you uh, like. I guess how did that form? Like your... sure, right down the road at Linneman's. Uh, nice. Yeah. Shout out to Jim. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Was, uh, playing an open mic there, and I met uh, Sean Williamson, who's the guitar player in the band, and has always been. We've kind of only been the two constant members. Everybody else is like a rotating cast of amazing players, luckily. Nice. Awesome. Um, but I met Sean, he was like, we should try and do some stuff. And we just got together and it just happened. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Uh, when did that, uh, how long have you guys been playing out? Oh, uh, we've been playing out since our first record came out 2007. Oh, so yeah. It's, you've got, it's got some tenure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Very cool, man. Um, so, uh, what number of record is this for you guys? I want to say that's the sixth release. Six. Sure. I really like the cover art of this thing. Man. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. That's our that's our good friend Bobby Birch took that shot. Uh, it's a beautiful shot, you yeah. know. I, I, I knew the record was gonna be called Until the Rainbows, and then I saw, I thought of that picture that he had took, and I was like, that's got to be the cover. <laughs> that's good. What's perfect with the Miller Lite can uh -huh. in the building? Uh, yeah, trying to get some advertising in there. Yeah, <laughs> right. The product placement. Sure, sure. And um, yeah, it's got a lot of production credits here. Yeah. Uh, color coordinated. Yeah. Very tasty. Oh, shout out to uh, is it Thea or Taya? You know? I think it's I think it's Thea, but I'm I'm usually wrong on things. Oh, uh, so. sure. Well, shout out her. <laughs> she's uh, great. She, she's really dope too. Yeah. Um, Sean cool. Williamson did all of that graphic design work too. He's just and he recorded the whole thing and produced it, so he's a good guy to know. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, how, how would you describe the recording process? Sure, so this was the first time, so Sean got some recording equipment and that we could use, and we just recorded it very simply, like in random places at his house. Sure. Uh, and it was super low key, it wasn't, you know, when you're recording records most of the time in like a studio, you're constantly watching the clock, like, oh, there's another $15, there's another $30, yeah, and, yeah. you know, 
as you're not doing anything, as you're going to the bathroom, money is ticking off the clock, you know. And this was just the opposite of that. It was just like, I've got these ideas. Uh, Sean and I, we have like a kinetic energy about us and like our, our connection that we have. So it just, it's easy when I present a song to him for him to like, or he presents a song to me, like he'll have riffs that he has ideas for. Awesome. And um, it's just, it happens pretty pretty quickly with us in Very that cool. band, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that's clearly that's demonstrated by uh, how long running uh, the project has been, like having that synergy together. Well, it's less of that than I'm just super stubborn and I just won't yeah, that's, yeah, stop. That's like, it's like <laughs> it's just it's kind of, either I always tell people when I'm playing a show and they're like, "Oh, thanks for playing." I'm like, I would have been doing the same thing in my basement at home, so I might as well do it here. Yeah, yeah right, like, right, right, right. I'm just never gonna stop doing yeah. it. Off. When yeah. it comes to livelihood, like. A lot of it, it becomes like, especially when you're a creative, it's a personal livelihood right. rather than like sure. the means to like sustain yourself is like a lot of people still have to work, you know, like. Yeah, I work a day job. Yeah, same, yeah, like, same here. It's like fine. It's, and no shame, you know. It's fine. It's like, it's a, it's a new economy. As long, yeah, as long as, like, as long as it's not torture. <laughs> no, as long as, you know, and I do stuff that helps people. So it's like, it's not a bad deal, you know, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, very cool, man. Um. I, uh, yeah, I, I have a CD player uh, back home with my parents, oh. so when I go to Christmas, yes, then maybe they'll play this on Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Dang um, it, I would have put some uh, Peanuts music on there if oh, I would yeah. playing it at Christmas. Yeah, so. some funky Linus some and funky Lucy. Linus and Lucy, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> How about uh, Ghost Mirror? How did uh, that band start? So, my buddy, Micah Olson, shout out to Micah. He's a song songwriter, great songwriter, and for years, like since like 2014, we were like, we should we should do something, you know, like we should try and write songs together. And then finally, like two or three years ago, it, it happened, and it was the same way. Like we just had uh, connection, and we just let it let it ride, and have been letting it ride. Like even, you know, it's just fun for us. It was it just started out as a project. For me to like learn some musical stuff from him because he he went to school for it. I mm. never did any of that. Yeah. And he's classically trained. He's, he's I don't know if you can call it classically trained because he doesn't play classical music. Sure. But like oh, he, yeah. he went to college for it. Sure. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Um, but it just quickly devolved or evolved, whatever you want to say, into mm. like you know us writing songs and we had. A good time with that so we do that as much as possible you know very awesome um yeah uh and how you describe like uh the you know stylistically like what do you do in sure ghost mirror is like sexy weird soul pop music oh, yeah. Okay. yeah yeah a lot of uh working with different kinds of beats we use ableton and oh, yeah. uh integrate that with the acoustic elements like regular traditional instruments and stuff like that. So we're just having a lot of fun, just um, having a good time with each other, you know? Totally, man. Yeah. We're recording a record right now. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It sounds like you, you play a lot of really fun music. Um, that's the hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is most definitely the, um, that's, that's end game here, is making it as, as hard as it can be to like, you know, uh, get the material down or, yeah. you know, get 
records out or whatever it goes with like having a project that ends up flourishing within the scene it's like if you're having fun and the shows are fun that is a fucking win yeah it's like (laughs) life is hard enough you know life is a series of ups and downs so i try and like walk that middle line right you know but like with music it's like a playland you can do whatever you want it's like a sandbox yeah you can make whatever meaning you want out of stuff and in a way that a lot of times you can't do in like day-to-day normal working life whatever you want to call it but in music it's so wide open that if this is fun to you this is what you should be doing you know this is yeah 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 definitely um so and then your next project uh mythic mystics sure tell me about that project oh that's a fun project dan kemple and i uh had the idea and then we didn't have the name or anything. We just knew we were gonna do some really grimy, funky, psychedelic stuff. And it actually started off as like a list project. We just listed off things that we wanted to do at the shows. Like for instance, like getting a bunch of caterpillars and taking them to each show so the crowd could see how they're turning into butterflies. At the oh, yeah. end, you know, like just weird stuff like that. And eventually we got together with like Peyton Lynchio, who's the bass player, um, Nate Gray, who plays keys, and then Jacob E. Miller, who's the drummer, and we just got super duper funky, dude. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, you play at the Jazz State pretty regularly. Yeah, we, we, we played there for about a year. We had a residency there for about a year. Um, it was once a month, which, nice. shout out to the Jazz State. That's shout like, out. My home away from home, like Lindenman's is my home away from home, you know, it's totally. like, yeah, I also ran a, a poetry night at the Jazz Estate for about a year, um, which was poetry and jazz, so Isaiah Joshua would play uh, piano behind the people reading the jazz music, or the, yeah, yeah, you could call poetry jazz music too, oh, yeah. but uh, it, it was really cool. So Jazz Estate has been really good to me, so I really appreciate them. So if you if you haven't been, it's a whole different environment than what you might have thought of it a few years before got bought out. It's a beautiful place right now. Yeah, they're, um, they, I've only been there a couple times, mm-hmm. but last time I was there I saw 1913. Oh, sure. Which is Great spectacular. Great band. 1913. Yeah. 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 Um, but... It's yeah. a great band name too. It is, yeah, yeah. It's uh, named after her cello, actually. Really? Janet's cello. See, yeah. and I, I was thinking that it was something to do with World War One, like the year before. That's World what you would think. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, I was a history man. <laughs> Politics hey. and histories. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, it's useful knowledge to know, even with what you do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, the Jazz Estate is it's a. It's like the perfect, like dim lit, yeah. like intimate, yeah. you know, very like yet yet very lively. Yeah. Like yeah. people are very receptive to the music. That like you know you go it's, there because you like the live music. It's weird because a lot of places, in order to have that type of listening attention, have to have some sort of a back room, like Lenormand's or yeah. like, you know, right. like, yeah. places like that. Because it's like. It's hard for people to focus and get drunk at the same time. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But uh, they do a great job at the Jazz State with that atmosphere. They sure do. And I unfortunately was um, I was 
I did not get a chance to really try the cocktails there, but sure. they seem amazing. They are. The entire menu is amazing. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, own, they own, like, Brian's, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. so, you know, it's, like, classy. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, so, in your span um, of... Uh, so, when did Mythic Mystics form? Probably about two years ago at this two point. Two years ago. Yep. Sure. Nice. It's the baby of the group. There you go. Yeah, yes. yeah. The the newest mm-hmm. one of the bunch. Uh, what are you guys working on right now? Uh, well, there's talks of recordings for that in January. Uh, I think we'll probably start, and then you know, just the live show is so much fun. Yeah. So it's like just totally. setting up a bunch of gigs for that. Yeah, man. I'm ashamed to say I haven't seen your gigs. Uh, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> Heart attack. Jesus Christ. You just pass out on camera. Wow. Fuck, man. I, I know. Friends. Hey, I, I know. It's a, it's a damn shame. <laughs> I'm very... Sh- but, hey, 2020 is our year. <laughs> it's our year, baby. 2020... It's showbiz, baby. It is showbiz. <laughs> and we're going to... Buy you a moon man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, cool that you had like you know the residency down yeah. you know, to begin with to like you know get a feel for it, like mm-hmm. have fun with it, and uh, you know um, I you know it's always a it's always a good practice to gear up to eventually record. And it's cool how that band started because like when we first started playing, we were only playing like uh, B sides. Parliament Funkadelics, B-Sides of Sly Stone, like songs that nobody ever heard. There's this Billy Preston and Sly Stone song called Can't She Tell, which is, you can only find it on YouTube. So if you if you want to hear a great tune, Can't She Tell by Billy Preston and Sly Stone. Shout out to Sly Stone and Billy Preston. Big shout out. Yeah. <laughs> love what you're doing. You love what you're keeping up. <laughs> Keep doing you. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we were playing mostly covers, and this is the first time that I ever really played covers because both of the other bands were just strictly original music. Yeah. And, like, it, it's funny how it starts to bleed and meld into, like, your own thing, too, mm-hmm. in a cool way. Totally. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, so, um, on that note, um, so, uh, I'd love to talk about these handy things sure. here. So, um... So this came first, yep. and this uh, came out um, February of two thousand nineteen. Okay, sure. Yeah. So, like, um, how do you how have you gone about publishing them? So, we were talking about Sam Pekarski. So, out of meeting Sam and playing that show, I met Freddie LaForce, who's the shout out to Freddie, yeah, man, publisher for Vegetarian Alcoholic Press here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Great work. Great work. And uh, they put out a book every month or something like that, which is absolutely ridiculous. But he put out an anthology of Milwaukee poets uh, back in 2017, Return to the Gathering Place of the Waters. And uh, I was invited to submit some pieces to that. Uh, He selected two of my pieces. And out of that, he invited me to go to the New York City Poetry Festival to read. Um, out there I met Kelly Sexton, who's a poet who's published on Vegetarian Alcoholic. Um, she, we met in Harlem, it was a crazy thing. I was playing a music, I set, I set up a music show out in Harlem. Very cool. And so I was doing that the night before the poetry gig. And we, we met in, in, on the sidewalk in Harlem and I immediately asked her, I was like, Oh, you're a poet? Can I read one of your poems? And so like she gave me her phone, or no, she gave me her book that was just published. And then... I just turned to a random page and started reading it out loud and like other people were walking by and stopping for a little bit and like yeah. so that's how we met and it turned out 
that I was working on a little manuscript and I sent it to her because I trust her judgment uh, impeccably um, and she was like well I'm actually starting to press so would you would you mind if I put this out I was like no not at all I wouldn't yes, mind actually yeah. so awesome. and then you know the second one she introduced me to another publisher out of Madison Anarcho Welfare Press shout out to them Jesse Kearns Oh, yeah. uh, he he helped me out and published this longer manuscript, which is this is a full length uh, funeral journey. It's just a chapbook, but uh, yeah, just random series of events. I guess is the short answer. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which is uh, that's the that's the truth of the universe. Mm -hmm. Quite quite frankly, no, no, it really is. It, it's if you think I think about this, and maybe I'm just weird, but if you think about Every single event that had to happen in the entire history of the world for this moment to happen, like all of this, it's mind-boggling. It <laughs> you know? No, it really is, man. It is. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I think a lot about how like everything that occurred in the past has shaped sure. the present. You know, sure. and it also that that applies to the individual. Yeah. Like you know everything. And right now we're shaping a future. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Are you doing that right here at Mr. Nice Guy? Yes, that's what we. That's what it seems you do every week. Here. I, yeah, every day. Every day. day yeah, man, you're working. It's exhausting. You're working, man. It's good. Like it's like, uh, it's, you know, there's people that are like the shit posters on Facebook, and you see their stuff all the time. But I, I also see your stuff all the time, and it's like, man, you're having like real conversations. You're not just like surface level Thank stuff. You. you know. Appreciate that. Yeah. I, um, no, you're like you're right. Like uh, I like to think that. The interactions that occur, you know, right here in this room, like mm -hmm. on this couch, are yeah. uh, they are timeless. Yeah, and um, we, it it is timeless because if you think of like if we look back at like photographs from the nineteen forties, we're always like enthralled, like oh, even if it's just a picture of like a storefront or something like that, it's like that's what it was like, and it's like yeah, this is what it's like right now too. You know, it's like it's the real stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like it's whether you know. Aside from the fact that, like, you know, it obviously impacts us and our future mm -hmm. as individuals, like, us having this voluntary interaction right sure, now, but sure. also how it might affect somebody else that might watch this. Or, you know, we don't know, we have no idea, it could make somebody, for instance, uh, somebody that watches this randomly could laugh and then think about a joke that they thought was funny based on the fact that they were laughing. Tell that joke to somebody else. That person gets something else right. out of it. You never that's know. That's why memes that. are a thing. That's why yeah, memes that's are a thing. Like it's, memes. It's, exactly. There's literally a study. It's called memetics. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it's a it's a fascinating uh, yeah, man. science of sociology. How like information will pass from one to the other. Whether yeah. it's from a humorous and expository or a narrative oh, man, base. Right. You know, like. It's yeah, I mean we like we profoundly impact each other in ways that we don't even realize. Like, yeah, all the time. I mean this entire conversation is basically electrical impulses from each of our brains, like thinking of something. Who knows where the thoughts come from, really? But thinking of something, uh, decoding that into electricity so it can pass through synapses, and then you hearing it your ears goes to your brain yeah, and you're decoding right. what I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, like, there's an electrical storm in this room mm -hmm. right now, man. Mm -hmm. So, 
how did your uh, release for this? Because it just can't, it just passed. Yeah, the, it was it was great, man. It was uh, so it started at seven o'clock, and I got there at like five because I like to get places early when I want to be there. Yeah, for sure. And I wanted to be there. People were actually expecting me to be there, so I was like, I'll just go there. By six thirty, it was packed. Like there oh, were no more yeah. seats, and it yeah. was just like first reader went on at seven. We were done by not by eight fifteen. We went a little bit late, but it was it was uh, right up there with like the the birth of my children, uh, all kinds of super things that have happened to me in this life. Is it was it was it was up there with that just the the amount of love that was displayed yeah, from right. other people just to firstly take time out of their day to spend time with me and then. Oh, yeah to the way that people were expressing love you know i cried through the whole thing you know i'm not ashamed to say that it's beautiful man yeah. hey yeah like it sounds very serene mm. it sounds like yeah like you know people showed out and value you for what you do and uh it means a lot like i can't yeah. i can't express like how much it means because it's like um at a certain level the most fun part about making music or making any kind of art, whatever you're doing for me, is that when I'm in my basement, I think I make up something new. And it just, time doesn't exist, space doesn't exist. It's just this thought that's vesseling through you, you know, and you just try to hold on as long as you can, and then you look up and you're like, oh, that was two hours ago yeah. when I first had yeah. this idea, you right. know, like, yeah, it's a, it's a special thing, but to have people be willing to take something that's so uh, cuts close to the bone for you and be willing to support you and like it makes me want to do more you know yeah. like, you know it's like I just want to just keep going it's like the love is reciprocal you know yeah it sure is yeah showing up for each other right that's all we can do man. yeah it's like, exactly man you know drink some beer mm-hmm Good music. When in Milwaukee. When in Milwaukee. Shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to the fucking 414. <laughs> 414. <man>. <laughs> four. So that being said, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess uh, coming going into 2020, uh, yeah. how are you? Uh, you know, um, uh, getting ready for uh, this year and uh, yeah. what's to come. It's funny, I. I am not the analytical brain person, you know, I'm more of like the free-floating form. And so like making plans was always a difficult thing for me, but there are some things I want to do. Like I want to record the Ghost Mirror record, the Mythic Mythic record. I want to go on short tours, like little runs to like Milwaukee, Madison, Lacrosse, Eau Claire right. or something. Yeah, the state. And, yeah. yeah, and just go down through Chicago to some places. And, like, you know, just do a couple of short runs like that. and just try and meet new people man like i think the most inspiring thing for me is being able to i've been i feel lucky enough recently to have this type of interaction with people that um i don't know you know they don't know me from a hill of beans that's an old expression i hope everybody gets a hill of beans is about yay big if you're one <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe you could get some higher hill of beans. We breathe, why. We, we breathe some fresh air into that phrase. <laughs> this is the new fresh air. This it is. is new, yeah. You're, you're basically Terry Gross. Right. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. It's a good compliment. 
Oh well, yeah, man. Well, I hope you you know continue that momentum. It sounds like you uh, you know you have a number of wonderful projects. It seemed like a great party, and uh, you know you, you got you know you have these uh, publications out, and yeah. uh, which can be found conveniently at b r y a n c h e r r y dot com slash poetry. Literally in the name. It's literally spelled out for you. <laughs> All right, Brian. Um, Brian Cherry. Um, That's me. That is you. You are you. You are whoever you are. That you. Thank you for hanging out with us. You bet. Thanks you for spending time with us yes. here today. So, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hell yeah. <laughs> Especially in uh, on, on the on the block that shall not be named. Because... <laughs> um, so, uh, Brian, tell me what keeps you up at night. Uh, people, like, living in their fear. Um, I think people are being more open now about a lot of important things, like uh, their mental health, which might actually be the most important thing. Yeah. And being open with their struggles and their joys with people. And I think that the people that are fearing doing that are holding us back in a lot of ways as, you know, humanity. So hopefully that's, you know that's going to pass, you know, eventually, yeah. but that keeps me up at night right now. I would agree with that, man. Yeah, like, someone just not realizing their fullest potential. Yes, like, I saw, I met a random person the other day who told me, he came up to me and he said, I like what you're doing, keep doing it, and I was like, you don't know me, and he's like, when I see something in somebody that they're doing what they need to be doing, I tell them it right away, and that's it. Like, everybody, if everybody was doing their own thing and doing it to the max potential, then what's the ceiling? That's right. The sky is the limit. Mm -hmm. What puts you to sleep, though? My babies, my the wife. The babies, the wife, yeah. You know, my mom, Hell my yeah. family, all my brothers and sisters. I'm the oldest of eight, so mm -hmm. it's a lot of them. The loved ones. <laughs> my dad, you know, like, they all supported me and been into whatever I was into my entire life, and I appreciate them for that. Hell yeah, man. Love it. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, man. You bet. This is fun. Um, Mythic Mystics, Ghost Mirror, Brian Cherry. Uh, we saw posting links to his uh, book that is so conveniently uh, given the IP or the Earl. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Three, four.